Jordy fans, welcome back to the sixth episode of Ball with B Show. I'm your host, Gavin B Show. We have two games to cover, two games to preview. Look around at the A10 and look around the Power 5, so let's get right into it. Rhodey's first game of the week was last Saturday, a whiteout game versus St. Louis, where Rhode Island needed to win a crucial home game uh, to beat St. Louis, who was on a three-game skid at the time. So it started off uh, pretty close. Uri jumped out to a 15-9 lead, and then by halftime it was 24-20. Uri led, and then they pretty much had pretty much had control for the last I don't know 10 minutes of the game, and Rhode Island uh, escaped with a victory, 65-54. Jeff Downton 17 points. Uh, Tyree Smart was 16. My player of the game is Tyree Smart. He had 16 points, 10 boards for Rhodey as he led them past St. Louis, which was a big win for Rhodey. St. Louis, on the other hand, Javon Best, only 2 points, 0 for 3 from 3, 0 for 6 from the field. Uh, Goodwin led them with 6, 17 points. French had 15 with 10 boards. So, that was a pretty much recap for that game. After, after it was tied 39-39, with I think it was like, Ten to go, Uri got pushed it and got out to a big lead, which really helped them uh, be the St. Louis team that really needs help right now. And St. Louis, that's uh, that extended St. Louis's streak to a four losing, uh, four games losing streak. They would go on to win the next game, so they snapped that streak. But we'll get into that later. Uri shot a decent forty-two percent from the field, only twenty-two percent from three, four for eighteen. Yikes. 17 for 22, though, from the free throw line, which helped them <clears throat> surpass St. Louis. So that pretty much sums up that game. Renan's next game of the week was last night against Davidson. Renan somehow st- stuck in there. Somehow stuck in there. Um, it was close. It Davidson started off hot. They got out, I think it was like 10 to 20. Uh, 10, 20 to 8. For Davidson, and it wasn't looking good. And Verdon always got it back to three points by halftime, 30-27. But Verdon couldn't seem to uh, grasp hold of that uh, that game coming down the stretch, as Davidson just hit a couple threes that really put Uri away. Uri uh, didn't shoot well last night, and I think it led to the uh, the low scoring. What was it? How many points did he score? It was. Yeah, 53 points, which is very low scoring. So, they got outscored by 12 in the second half. Ended up losing 68-53. And Cyril Angevine, 16 points, led the team, as he is also my MVP. He also had 14 boards. So, what a game for Cyril. Jeff Downton also already had also had 13 points, so that's that's good for him. But, Luka Brejavokic, 18 points, 9 boards. Kaishan Pritchett. 14 points, and John Axel Goodmanson played every single minute of the game with four, tw- with 20 points, 12 boards, 5 assists. So he's the player of the game on their side, which I really don't usually do, but he played tremendously last night. Now this is going to hurt. Uri, 33.8% from the field, 23 for 68. Terrible, terrible, terrible. While Davidson made less field goals, they were more efficient, shooting 48.8% from the field. Uh, 21 for 43, 
Davidson, 19 for, tw- not, no, 19, 9 for 22 from three-point land. That's 40%. While Uri shot 3 for 24 from three, 12.5%. Terrible. While Davidson shot 17 for 24 from the free-throw line, pretty average, 70%. Uri shot 4 for 12, 33%. They got way more offensive boards, which really, I think, kept them in the game. They had 16 offensive boards to Davidson's four. But that's that's the, that's that of the game. Uri only had four turnovers. Davidson had 10. They just didn't shoot well. Uh, the turnovers weren't happening. They're committing less turnovers. Uh, just the free throw shooting and three-pointers really kills this Rhode Island team. And it could affect them down the stretch in a good way, where if they can make those, uh, they're going to be a hard team to stop, but if they can't, um, Fordham could beat them, so, no offense to Fordham or anything, but, yeah, <laughs> so, we're going to get into Rhode Island's next and only game of the week, uh, next week, it is home versus Dayton, Saturday, uh, the 9th of February, big game for Rhode Island, if they really want to, uh, try to get a top four seed, they really got to win out. Or at least, yeah, they got to win out, which is hard to do. Or, yeah, win out is what they got to do. But you want to secure a top six seed right then and there. So, um, so yeah, Dayton's the only game. And Dayton's a good team. Uh, Dayton can, they can shoot the uh, free ball. They can beat you down low. So they got a lot of tools and a lot of assets. So, we get right into the roster here. Best player, obviously, hands out Josh Cunningham, senior. He's just a very good player. 14.1 points a game, 7.1 rebounds per game. Shoots 41.7% from the field. Uh, not from the field, uh, from three-point land. 61% from the field. He's a forward. He can shoot threes. He's amazing. You sort of see the same thing with freshman uh, Obi Topin, who averages 13.3 points a game. Not as many rebounds, but 68% from the field. Uh, better free throw percentage, and shoots almost uh, 43% from the field. So, you have a couple forwards who can really shoot. You have forwards who shoot better than their guards. Uh, Jalen Crutcher only shooting 37% from three-point land, and Jordan Davis only 33% from three-point land. But both of them... And plus Trey Landers, they all have above 40% uh, field goal percentage, so they're very uh, efficient. And it's going to be a battle on Saturday. It's just going to be a straight battle. Um, that's just how it is for around, uh, the rest of the way out. So Trey Landers leads the team with 7.2 uh, boards a game. Jalen Crutcher leads with 5.7 assists. And, of course, Cunningham with 14 points a game. This is going to be a hard matchup for Allen, uh because this team... Is not the smallest. I'll tell you that they're they're good. They're very good, well sized. Cunningham six eight. Uh, Obi Topin six nine. So those are some good players. And Trey Landers guard six five. Uh, Mike Sell. Um, uh, Ryan Mike Sell is also a good role player for that team. Uh, Jordan Davis. 6'2 guard, one of the smaller guards on the team. Jalen Crutcher, another one of those smaller guards, 6'1. So, um, <clears throat> they got height on the team. 
uh, I think, well, decent height, I guess, not height, like they come up with two seven-footers, or <laughs> nothing like that, but they have height. Uh, it kind of matches up with around, uh, and their height, so, if I'm David Cox playing man, as always, that's on Jalen, uh, that's on Jalen Crutcher, you want Obi Topin guarded by Jermaine Harris, as Jermaine Harris is the more lengthier one, and that means you want Josh Cunningham, Cyril Angevine, of course, and then I put, uh, Jeff Downton on Trey Landers, another lengthy matchup, and then actually Jeff Downton on Jordan Davis, and then Tyrese Martin on Trey Landers. And for this run, he didn't succeed at all, defense and whatnot. Before that, they need to shoot well. They have to shoot the three ball efficiently and well. Now, I'm not taking saying go up to the line, first three you get, shoot it, shoot it, shoot it, shoot it, shoot it. Now, I'm saying efficiently, shoot well from a three. I don't care if you take one three, two threes, three threes, efficiently. So if you take one three, that one three better go in. All right? So I'm looking for, I don't know, a little less uh, trigger happy when it comes to three-point ball. I'm looking for more of a, uh, I don't know, five for 14 performance there. Like a nine-shot difference. Six for 14. That would be pretty good. Uh, for Rhode Island, get a, a below 50%, below uh, above 40%, or 35 above 35, 40%, and then of course you want them to shoot more than 50% from the field uh, to succeed. So um, that's something to look out for on the game on Saturday, and that's the only game Uri has until next Saturday until they play Fordham, but we'll cover that in the next episode of Ball with B Show, and. We're going to look over the A-10 and the A-10 standings. First place, Davidson at 8-1. VCU at 7-2 in second place. Dayton and George Mason tied in third place at 7-3. That's why it's such a big game for Rhodey. And then you have Duquesne St. Louis tied at 6-4. Bonnie and LaSalle tied at 5-4. And, and Rhode Island in ninth place. At five and five, two games above, two and a half games, uh, one and a half games above George Washington, so they should be fine. Not jumping below that, but they really, really got to bring it up. They got to get over a couple of these teams if they want to get five or six. And I can see it happening. They can easily jump over LaSalle and St. Bonaventure with a win. Um, both both are not that good teams. Um, not saying that because we beat them before. Um, actually, I ain't saying that because we beat them before, but I think Rhode can beat both of them again. So. They jump them. That puts them at 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7th. So that means they'd have to jump St. Louis, who they beat once and lost once. Duquesne's going to be hard to jump due to the fact they lost them. George Mason's going to be hard to jump because they lost to them. So, yeah, that's, that's the situation right now for Rhodey. Not the best. But if they can hop St. Louis and Bonaventure, they can hop Bonaventure and LaSalle, put them at 7th. And there's hope someone falls, which someone will fall always in the A-10, whether it be Rodeo or other teams in that top six, six, six or five. They'll take a couple losses. People will jump up. So I can see Rodeo get around fifth or sixth and maybe fourth if they went out on the table, um, which is possible. I mean, they have hard games, but their only game that might be impossible to win is uh, at VCU 
in that team. Those are the two games. Actually, two games. Uh, I can see Rhode Island uh, getting smacked by. But all the others, I can see them winning. I can see them beat Dayton. I can see them beat Fordham. Uh, Fordham. It's going to be hard at VCU. I can see them beat Davidson at home. I can see them beat George Washington. Uh, it's going to be hard to beat them at Dayton. But hey, I can see them uh, beating St. Joe's away. And I can see them crushing UMass at home. Uh, after that loss, they're going to be wanting revenge. So, that's what I think on that. So, you or I could end up 13-5, and which is going to be hard. But still, 12-6, and that'll put them in the 5th or 6th category. If they want to get the 4th seed double by, you really got to go 13-5. and And 12-6, and maybe, if you beat teams like Duquesne and George Mason, who are up there. But, it's not how it is. So, they really have to run the table to get that 4th seed. Um, maybe, maybe not. We'll see how it goes in the upcoming games. And we're gonna over, look <laughs> my bad. Look over the scores of the A ten. Uh the previous scores. So yeah. We're gonna start off with last Friday. One game, uh Davidson St. Bonaventure. Davidson won seventy five. 66, Kellen Green had 29 points. Kyle Lofton, who's been doing very well, he scored 69 points the last three games, I think. Or that was a stat from a couple days ago. Um, so, yeah, that was, uh, of course, he didn't do well against uh, Duquesne a couple days ago. But, not the point, uh, last night I meant... So Friday, Davidson beat St. Bonaventure by nine. Sa uh, on Saturday, of course, Rhode Island won 65-54. Dayton defeated Duquesne 68-64. And Duquesne is a team that you were, I think, can crush. I mean, they showed it in the first half. They just didn't show up in the second half. LaSalle beat Richmond 66-58. St. Joe's defeated UMass 64-62. VCU defeated George Mason by 16. And uh, on Tuesday... LaSalle beat St. Joe's by 14. Then St. Louis beat Dayton by 13. And then Wednesday night, of course, yeah, last night, you had Brody lose by 15. But then Richmond beat George Mason by 14 points. Jacob Gilliard, 28 points, led the way. VCU beat uh, George Washington by 10. Fordham defeated UMass by 22. Antoine Portley, 22 points. And then St. Bonaventure defeated Duquesne. Uh, no really big scores there, but Osunosuni, Osunosuni, nine points, right, right, twenty-two rebounds, twenty-three rebounds. Kyle Lawson had sixteen points that game. Uh, he did all right, but he scored like sixty-three points the last three games before that. So he's a stud. He can play. So if you count those points, that's eighty-five points in the last four games. Or yeah, eighty-five points in the last four games. Which that comes out to like around twenty one point two points a game, so that's that's really good for uh, Kyle Lawton, and that's gonna be the scores around the A ten, and this is gonna be a little shorter of a podcast just due to the fact that you only have one game to cover, <laughs> so and then of course tomorrow night you have St. Joe's St. Louis, and then Saturday you have Dayton URI, Davidson UMass, Fordham Duquesne. VCU St. Bonaventure, and George Washington, Richmond. So that RURI date game is probably the only game that um, is probably the game of the day on Saturday. But, again, 
keeps it upset. UMass at home versus Davidson. Look out there. Fordham can. I think Fordham can defeat Duquesne at uh, at Fordham. So look out there. St. Bonaventure. They play great at the Riley Center. They play VCU. Look out there. And then George Washington, which we normally cares about because those teams aren't going to be contending for a top spot in the Gate 10. Um, those top nine are really, with the exception of LaSalle, I see that top nine, top eight, um, in the Gate 10 really battle it out these next couple games. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to get right into um, Power 5 basketball as we usually get into. And we're going to start off with the ACC. Um, Virginia leads that division. Virginia and Duke are tied for that division at 8-1, as long as, uh, as as well as North Carolina with 8-1. Uh, big game this Saturday. Duke travels to Virginia. Virginia trying to get uh, revenge on Duke. They haven't lost at home this year. Um, their only loss this year is to Virginia, uh, to Duke. So, look out for that one. I see Virginia pulling away as Ty Jerome, Kyle Guy, um, Virginia Center. I forget his name. But all I remember is seeing him take a dribble into that three-point line and dunking at Duke, which was crazy. So, I think Virginia wins that game close. But I think they pull away at the end. Five, six-point victory for Virginia. And then you have North Carolina 8-1, Louisville 8-2. Virginia Tech at seven and three, uh, Syracuse at seven and three, and then there's a drop. Well, I think it drops before Syracuse. Syracuse is not that good of a team. I don't think. I mean, they can upset any team, uh, but they lost to Florida State by, I think it was, eighteen. Yeah, eighteen. Uh, I'm not saying Florida State's not a good team, but they're not as good as they were at the beginning of the year. So that's something. <laughs> NC State, they've really fallen off. Uh, they only scored 24 points in the game against Virginia Tech. Or was it 27? It might have been 27, might have been 24. Um, let's check. NC State Wolfpack. Let's see. Yeah, 24. Yikes. That's like a football game right there. So, close game. They gave Virginia a good game too, but I don't really see them doing damage. So, from... I think it cuts off at Louisville. I don't think Virginia Tech has a chance in that division, in that conference. So, Louisville. So, you have Virginia, Duke, North Carolina, Louisville, cut off. All right? There's the ACC. <laughs> We're going to go to the Big 12. Now, the Big 12 is a mix. All right? You have Kansas State at 7-2, Iowa State at 7-3, Baylor at 6-3, and Kansas and Texas Tech 6-4. So, Kansas is 6-4. Um, their streak of winning the Big 12 championship for, I think, it was a long amount of time. I think it was 13 years, maybe. I don't know. That probably is wrong. But it's very large. And there's a big chance. This is probably the, the only year uh, so far that you uh, Kansas has a huge, huge chance of losing the uh, Big 12, where they're not the favorite. Of course, Kansas State is a favorite in that conference. I'll see them getting ranked probably on Monday. Um, Iowa State, too. You have Baylor and Texas Tech. I don't think Texas Tech can really uh, do that much damage because they do damage to other teams but Kansas. Kansas destroys Texas Tech, as you saw in their game earlier this year, uh, a couple, like a week ago, I think. They beat um, yeah, 79 to 63. But they haven't been doing good. They've lost the last one, two, three, 
four, four of their last six. Uh, so yeah, three of them, two Big 12 teams, the other one to Kentucky. So that's the Big 12. And the Big 10, of course, big stuff happening. <laughs> Michigan at 10 and 2, Purdue, Wisconsin, Purdue at 9 and 2, and then Wisconsin, Michigan State at 9 and 3, Maryland at 9 and 4, Iowa 6 and 5. Cut off. Uh, Ohio State was during those talks, but they lost like three straight at the beginning of the year, which really set them behind. So I don't see them winning that much. But Michigan State has lost two games to, one to Indiana and one to, I think, it was Wisconsin? Maybe? Illinois. Indiana, they've lost three straight. Purdue, Indiana, Illinois. And Purdue's doing really good right now. They're on a good little streak. Michigan, I think, still controls that conference. But I can see Purdue, Michigan State, Wisconsin winning those conferences. Uh, Big Ten is probably the co- uh, conference with the most toss-ups where everyone can jump in. Uh, because the teams in the ACC are too dominant. The teams in the... Uh, the Big 12 are too dominant. But I feel like there's more of a balance in the Big 10 where offsets or are more common, if I'm wrong. You know, that's just my thought. So, we're going to go to the fourth, the SEC. First place, 9-0, Tennessee Volunteers. While well, you have LSU and Kentucky tied in second at 8-1. Cut off. <laughs> I'm cutting it off there because those are the only teams I think that can win the eight, uh, not the eight ten, the SEC, and that can go far in the tournament. So that is that's that. Uh, and we're gonna go to my favorite conference, as you guys all know, the Pac twelve. Gosh darn it! <laughs> oh, I thought I was going off. It's all right. Let me put that aside for the rest of this. We don't have left much left. Zero teams ranked in the top 25, guys. Zero. Washington is sixth, I don't know, in the conference. Not even ranked. That's how bad. They're 18 and 4. They're a good team. They've won 11 straight. They just. They're not that good. Oregon State, Arizona State, tied at 6 and 3. USC, Utah, 6 and 4. I'm not even going to read the rest of the list. A lot of big names. Don't even want to read it. California Golden Bears, 0-10. See, that's why I don't want to read it. So, yeah, Washington's winning that conference. No, there's no doubt. Washington's not winning that conference. If they don't, they don't deserve to be at the NCAA. I said that if they went out, go like undefeated and lose one game, and they don't uh, win the conference championship, then they should go ahead and they'd be in the first four. If they lose to a Pac-12 team, I'm looking at these teams. Are breeding these teams? They're really just bad, bad stuff. So we can get on out of here. And if you're looking at my SoundCloud account, let me smash your info right now. I am uh, focusing on getting these podcasts onto iTunes. Uh, it's gonna be the same name, same everything. So I think today, uh, uh, tomorrow or Saturday. I think I'll be transferring all my episodes onto iTunes, and I'll leave a link in my SoundCloud account uh, to those uh, iTunes, uh, but they'll still be available, so if you get concerned why these uh, sound uh, podcasts on SoundCloud are going away, I got a clear room for minutes, 
I'm not spending money uh, for SoundCloud, so I'm going to delete some of these podcasts once I get them up to uh, iTunes so I can post um, them on SoundCloud and then send the RS feed to iTunes Connect. It's a whole thing. They you submit it and all that stuff. So um, that's going to be that. So keep looking out for that. And, yeah, that's going to be it for me today. Um uh, stay tuned for next Thursday. <laughs> um, Ball will be show episode seven, and yeah, big game on Saturday versus Dayton. That's the only game of the week. Uh, for Rudy, so that so yeah, and as always, Rudy, Rudy, Rudy.